Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you work in IT, you'll want to check out Changemakers, a podcast profiling IT industry leaders. We dive deep into IT profiles and learn what it takes to drive large-scale IT transformations for successful businesses. Visit changemakers.freshworks.com. We're on to the divisional round of the NFL playoffs, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is celebrating with a huge odds boost for new customers. Counting down to Super Bowl 56, new customers can get 56 to 1 odds on any team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code STRAIGHTFIRE and get 56 to 1 odds on any NFL team. Bet just $5 and win 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's promo code STRAIGHTFIRE for 56 to 1 odds at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older and present in New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you work in IT, you'll want to check out Changemakers, a podcast profiling IT industry leaders. We dive deep into IT profiles and learn what it takes to drive large-scale IT transformations for successful businesses. Visit changemakers.freshworks.com. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. What is up, Straight Fire fam? It's me, Jason McIntyre, Straight Fire, for Monday, November 1st. Wow, we made it to November. Uh, Ten months in the books in 2021. They go by fast. Um, And this past weekend was pretty awesome, I have to say. It was super busy. 
I hope everybody had a great, safe Halloween. Um, I don't know about you guys. I will be pilfering my kids' candy all week. I will take the good stuff and hide it. The good stuff, by the way, being like Sour Patch Kids, um, those watermelon Sour Patch deals. Obviously, I'm into sugar. Um, gummy be- Haribo gummy bears. I like Butterfingers. Like, I will be stealing a lot of candy. And I do have some funny Halloween stories because I did go trick-or-treating with the kids and a bunch of other families. Um so I was only able to follow Cowboys Vikings on my phone. And I told this guy I'd give him a shout out. He does listen to the pod. He plays pickup basketball with us. And he's like, oh, Jay, my fantasy team. I had to start Cooper Rush. I'm like, oh, geez, why the hell did you do that? You know, he's like, well, I got Dak as my guy. And there was nobody left. Dak was ruled out inactive an hour before the game. I'm like, oh, geez, that's, that's tough. You're going to take a loss. He's like, yeah. So we're, you know, walking around with the kids and Cooper Rush is doing nothing. He's like, ah, oh, he's a second half quarterback. I know him from college, second half quarterback. And me and another guy are just laughing like, oh, yeah, sure. Cooper Rush, second half guy, got it. Cooper Rush just put it on the Vikings. I, an incredible performance. I, Folks, I am absolutely floored by what happened Sunday in the NFL. And Cooper Rush was like the perfect ending to a absolute madness of a weekend. Starting Thursday with... Kyler Murray and the Cardinals losing. I mean, Sunday you have, and don't worry, Saturday, I'm coming back for you uh, in the college football realm. You look through the injuries at quarterback on Sunday. Trevor Simeon comes in cold. I don't know if he'd thrown a pass in a couple of years. You guys probably remember him. I think he was Northwestern and then Denver Broncos. Career backup, journeyman. Against the Todd Bowles defense of the Bucks. all they do is bring the heat, Pressure the hell out of quarterbacks. Blitz, 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 then blitz some more. Remember what they did to Mahomes in the Super Bowl? And Trevor Simeon delivered. I, I can't, I, listen, I'm thrilled. I had the Saints uh, in the $4 million contest. By the way, I went three and two. Um, Trevor Simeon delivered. Backup. Like, beats Tom Brady. Like, they were up 23 to 7. And then, of course, Brady storms back. And you're like, well, Winston, uh, Winston's like, carted off. He's done. Trevor Simeon ain't getting the job done. And and the kid came back late in the fourth. And, of course, Brady throws a pick six. But that was after my main man, Mike White. And it's funny because another dad, while we're trick-or-treating, is like, Mike White, that just sounds like a made-up name. It sounds like a perfect Jet story. Who's starting a quarterback? Mike White. <laughs> like, like, that's the name of some dude you're at Home Depot and you're looking at paint. And Mike White is the guy's tag. And you say, hey, Mike, how are you? Can I get the, uh, you know, vanilla paint uh, color? And it's like Mike White throws for 400 yards against the 5-2 and two Bengals. And the Jets win. The Bengals are 10.5-point favorites. And I confess, in my Survivor Leagues, I had the Bengals in one of them. It's, it's a tough hit. Now, this is a league with like, I, I don't know if it's a six-figure payout, but it's a large payout. There's uh, at least 2,000 people in it. I have been afraid to look because I have two entries in there, which is nice. But I would assume a lot of them have the Cincinnati Bengals. I mean, this the Bengals are 10.5-point favorites facing a backup quarterback who had never started a game. And Mike White threw for 400 yards. A brutal late interception by Burrow flipped it. And uh, my New York Jets win a game. And, and this is where it gets really funny, guys. Do you know the Jets have more wins than the Miami Dolphins right now? And I just love that because I, I, all I do is fight with Dolphins fans seemingly online because they're insufferable and just terrible people who think so highly of their team. Dolphins lose again, although they showed well to a covered. Um, 
it, I, I just, I, I'm thrilled. Now, the negative of this, of course, is that uh, the Jets now will tumble a little bit down the draft board and Seattle wins, which also hurts the Jets. So not a great day for Jets' future prospects. But between Cooper Rush, Mike White, and Trevor Simeon, this is like week nine is like the backups ruled. And you can argue that, hey, defenses weren't ready for him. What do you mean not ready for Cooper Rush? Now, a couple quirky things on the Cooper Rush game. I told this stat on Cowherd Show. McCarthy off a bye is awesome. He's 13-4-1. Okay, now he's 14-4-1. And the weirdness here is they, they were not revealing what's up with Dak for two weeks. And then all of a sudden, an hour before the game inactive. So they kept Minnesota guessing. For all we know, they were installing an offense for two weeks for Cooper Rush. Now, he didn't look great in the first half, but in the second half, he was hitting. And listen, down three, he had to make a big money drive. And I mean, sure, Amari Cooper catches a freak pass, but folks, I think at this point, we got to give the Cowboys their flowers. And I'm talking to Rob, and I think he may agree with me. I get a call every Sunday from Cowherd. You know, we catch up on Sunday, NFL, talk, shoot the shit, whatever, talk industry stuff. And I say to him, I'm like, dude, this was before the Cowboys game. Like, who's the best team in the NFL right now? Like, I remember coming on this podcast maybe three weeks ago after Justin Herbert. I watched Herbert dismember the Browns. And I'm like, holy shnikes. Justin Herbert? I, I, who are you taking a quarterback over him if you're drafting in this league? Maybe Mahomes and that's it. Mahomes floundering, of course. We'll get to the best bet later. And it's like, what has Justin Herbert done since? And it's like, did he read every clipping? They went to Baltimore. They got smacked. Herbert did nothing. And I, 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 I got to be honest. I was way on the wrong side of Patriots Chargers. It looked and felt good early. Chargers go right down and score. Uh, Chargers get the ball score again. And they did nothing the rest of the game. I have this in my notes. The Chargers had one more drive the rest of the game over 25 yards. And this is against a Patriots defense that's been pretty bad, pretty injured. I know the Chargers had a couple big plays that skew it, and those first two drives skew everything. But a brutal, brutal pick six by my guy Herbert. A little miscommunication with the tight end, uh, Jared Cook. It felt like the A.J. Green uh, play, which lost the game, except Green never turned around. Cook turned around in the middle as a wide receiver, uh, the cornerback's diving for the pick. And it was just a oh, brutal loss for the Chargers. I, listen, you never want to, if we've learned nothing, these Monday pods are fun. Take away, don't ever take away too much from one game. Chargers were flying high at 4 and 1. Their only loss was to the Cowboys. They've now lost to the Ravens and Patriots. On the docket, a trip across the country to the Eagles. Host the Vikings, who we don't know what... The, you you never know what the hell the Vikings are going to do. Kirk Cousins look like dog sh- I just can't say that. Too many parents have told me that, oh, I listen with the kid, drive my kid to school. I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll chill with the cuss words. Vikings, Steelers, uh, Bengals, Chiefs. They got some tough ones. I, I thought the Chargers were a, content, a legit contender for the AFC title game. I don't know right now. And... And that's, I think, the overriding theme from this weekend. You come out of it with more questions than answers. I mean, the San Francisco 49ers offense has been total mess without George Kittle. Well, they didn't punt once against the Bears. 
Now, I know the Bears didn't have Khalil Mack, and, you know, it's really still the Debo Samuel show, which the Bears can't figure out because the Bears' defense stinks. And I was on the right side in San Fran. It felt great. But, like, are the Niners good again? I don't know. I, I, there are so many questions around the league right now. I think the one thing you can confidently say is that the Dallas Cowboys right now are the best team in the league. They won with Cooper Rush at quarterback on the road in supposedly hostile Minnesota. By the way, it's funny. When they scored that go-ahead touchdown in the final like 50 seconds and they kicked the extra point, the crowd roared. Like Dallas took over that stadium. They clearly travel well. I didn't know Minnesota was like a hotbed for Halloween, but I guess Cowboys fans are like, we got to get up there. Um, the Dallas Cowboys are 7-0 against the spread. They're in the weakest division in football. They now, they, the Dallas Cowboys, like seriously, with McCarthy, who we were scoffing at during hard knocks. He was a laughing stock. The Dallas Cowboys are undefeated against the spread. 6-1, and one, the lone loss in the opener to the Bucks. And right now, I think you got to say they've got the inside track on the number one seed in the NFC. Tampa, they've still got a couple tough games left. Dallas, here's what Dallas has next. The Broncos. The Falcons. Oh, the Falcons are so bad. Chiefs. Raiders are plucky. Saints. But then they close Washington, Giants, Washington, and then another uh, Cardinals and Eagles. They haven't played Washington yet. Taylor Heineke, have you guys watched that shit show? I mean, Washington takes money every week. I don't know who these people are betting Washington. Sorry to my boy Dan who bet Washington. I, I, I tried to tell you guys, this is an unbettable team right now. Okay? Taylor Heineke does not know what he's doing. And the Broncos tried to hand them that game. I don't want to go too in-depth, but like, you know, Heineke throws a bad interception late. You think it's over. Melvin Gordon fumbles like a play later, and you're like, oh my gosh, Taylor Heineke has a chance, but does he really have a chance? No, he doesn't. Um, so it, it was like a backup quarterback weekend. I haven't even got to my main man, Sam Darnold, getting the cover. And then, oh, by the way, he gets knocked out of the game. Brutal head hit the turf. I'm like, oh, P.J. Walker. Oh, do I have to? Um, I, I think your overriding sense around the league right now has to be the best team in the NFC. And this is not like a super-duper hot take. Right now, just again, right now, things change. Right this second, November 1st, Dallas Cowboys. You can make a case for the Rams. I'm sure some people will make really strong cases. I do like the Rams a lot. Let me just remind you. They have one win over a team with a winning record, Tampa Bay. And I know you can only play who's in front of you, but let's not get too excited about the last three weeks. You stomp the Giants, you choke out the Texans, and you beat the Lions. Now, I know what you're supposed to do. Good teams are supposed to leave no doubt. There was some doubt left against the Lions. Uh, there was no doubt left against the Texans. They led 38 nothing. Houston is so bad. And, oh, by the way, my first bet for Week 9 is already in the account, and uh, you'll hear it at the end of the podcast, best bet. It may or may not involve Houston. That's all. Um, the Rams, and again, they're playing total terrible de uh, offenses. Houston, offense, terrible. Jared Goff, clueless. Danny Dimes, useless. Um, the Seattle game was one that was interesting, uh, but remember, Geno Smith came on late. So those are the quarterbacks they face lately. What happened when they faced Kyler Murray? They gave up 37 points. You know? So, I, 
I like the Rams a lot. I Right now, I think you have to go Dallas number one in the NFC. Uh, I think Green Bay has to be in the mix. Uh, I know people don't want to give them respect because of the injuries to defense. Uh, Devontae Adams is out. All they do is keep winning. I mean, you can doubt them if you want. I'm done betting against and doubting the Packers. I'm done. Uh, Arizona's still up there. Rams up there. Tampa, like, those are the clear-cut best teams. I don't don't think Philly can make a move despite their impressive win. By the way, Philly, three and five for a team with a losing record. They along with the Seahawks, have a positive point differential. Three and five, by the way, positive point differential. Um, and a best team in the AFC, Buffalo has looked lethargic uh, the last couple weeks. You know, uh, Baltimore's on a bye. I, 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 I really owe the Tennessee Titans an apology. And um, I don't know if I, you need me to like say it here via email, snail mail, whatever. But I, I was wrong about the Tennessee Titans. Um I keep betting against them. They keep costing me money. Um, one of my few losses on the weekend was Tennessee, and I I just I don't have a grip on this team, folks. Yeah, did they get lucky that Carson Wentz, who hadn't thrown a pick in five games, throws a pick six in the fourth quarter and then another one in overtime? Uh, Ryan Tannehill wasn't great. Derrick Henry rushed for 68 yards. And by the way, all these guys love to talk about, oh, Derrick Henry, blah, 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 Derrick Henry. He did nothing against the Chiefs. He averaged 2.4 yards per carry against the Colts. Did not have a carry of 10 yards. Derrick Henry, those back-to-back games um, where they where they had the big wins, like I think we're seeing a slower version of Derrick Henry at this point. Just file that away. But A.J. Brown, not slow. 10 catches, a buck 55, and a touchdown. So, Rob, I'm not saying that this is my Super Bowl matchup. I'm just saying right now, week nine, and things do change, it feels like the Dallas Cowboys are the best team in the NFL. That's a little bit of a hot take. You know, I'm a little bit uh, surprised that that's where you would go on that one. Not because I don't think the Cowboys are good, because I think that they are one of the upper echelon teams, but because your case for them is, well, who have the Rams beaten? You know, who have the Packers beaten? You know, and if you look at the Dallas Cowboys schedule, they got a win against the Chargers, which I thought they came out of that one very lucky with the yeah, way that Chargers, went down. I don't know if they punted in that game. Yeah, you know, uh, Eagles, Panthers, Giants, Patriots, and now the Vikings. So, what is that? One team over five hundred, and then that team's only one game over five hundred. So, <sighs> I don't know yeah. if if you know who they've beaten is necessarily what makes them the best team. I will say the case for them, though, just as it is with the Rams and the Packers, who to me I think are the 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 three teams that have a legitimate case right now to be the best team in football is that they've shown that they can beat you in a number of different ways. And it started on Thursday with the Packers. They're down all their receivers. I think something like 11 starters overall from what their opening day starters should have been. And they ran the ball, ball control offense, play enough defense, make enough plays, they win. The Rams, every other week, they win a different way. Like I know Stafford's numbers are big, but, you know, that game against the Lions, that was the defense coming up. You know, there has been a couple of games where it's been a Daryl Henderson show, and Matthew Stafford is kind of just along for the ride. He gets a, you know, inside the five-yard line Cooper Cup touchdown, but it was really the running game that did it. And for the first time, I think, all season with Dallas, you know, last night, we saw them lean on the defense. You know, Cooper Rush was not good in the first half. I know that his counting stats at the end look good, you know, but defensively is where they hung their hat last night. They They... 
did something that I would have been shocked if you would have told me before the season that they've been able to do, and that is to win a primetime game leaning on their defense. I thought that uh, our friend Colin Cowherd had a great tweet talking about how Micah Parsons was the best athlete on the field in a field that's full of great athletes, including Justin had, Jefferson, yeah. including Living Adam in the Thielen. backfield. Yeah. No, I mean, like he he was awesome. And if the Dallas Cowboys can continue to win when they don't have their high flying offense, you know, throwing the ball over the field, when they have they have to run the football because teams are daring them to run it like what Philadelphia did a few weeks ago, then yeah, they gotta absolutely have a case to be the best team in football because there's not one way you can attack them. Justin Jefferson against, I don't know how much against was Trayvon, was just against Trayvon Diggs. Four targets, two catches, 21 yards. And Micah Parsons living in the backfield, four tackles for loss. I, Dallas' defense. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Juan Gabriel. Juan Gis. Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Harold G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Ex-Tina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. 
This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. We'll be getting Demarcus Lawrence back soon, guys. They're only going to get better. It, the, it, the Cowboys are fascinating, and I, I'll just add this. Um, Dallas Cowboys, the whole America's team thing. And I did this, I don't know if I did it on this pod or the Saturday show, back when I used to do the radio show, but it really became America's team in the 90s when the internet started to explode just as Aikman, Emmett, and Irvin were taking off and every house was getting cable TV in the 90s. I didn't get cable till the late 80s and even then my parents like wouldn't let us watch some stuff. But when you look at how they became America's team as America's getting internet and cable TV and you know uh, sports 24/7 Dallas was ascending and they were dominant and if you were in bum F Montana or middle of nowhere Nebraska and you needed a football team and you're watching Highlights of this dominant team. Yeah, everybody's going to like the Cowboys. Why do you think everybody likes the Bulls? Same deal. In the 90s, Jordan took over. Like, that's why everybody is a Chicago Bulls fan. That's why Michael Jordan, they claim, is the best. I know uh, that's a, sorry to bring that up. I know it's a sore subject for many. Um, but this is why Dallas is America's team. And honestly, guys, the TV ratings for Sunday Night Football are going to be enormous, even with Cooper Rush and even with Halloween. Look, we're all adults here. And I know some of us choose to use nicotine to relax, focus, or just unwind after a long day. Lucy is a modern oral nicotine company that makes nicotine gum, lozenges, and pouches for adults who are looking for the best, most responsible way to consume their nicotine. It's a new year. Why not start it out by switching to a new nicotine product that you can feel good about? If you enjoy using nicotine, you should definitely check out Lucy's products at lucy.co. That's lucy.co. Oh, and use promo code FIRE at checkout. Also, I have to read this disclaimer. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Remember, if you are interested in a better way to use nicotine, visit lucy.co and be sure to use that promo code FIRE. These days, it can be hard to find and hire the right candidates for your small business. That's why LinkedIn Jobs made it easier to find the people you want to talk to faster and for free. Create a job post in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 770 million people. Focus on candidates with the skills and experience you need. Use screening questions to get your role in front of only the most qualified people. Then use the simple tools on LinkedIn Jobs to quickly filter and prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. That's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates worth interviewing faster. Did you know every week nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash reach. That's linkedin.com slash reach to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. 
Adoption of teens from foster care is a topic not enough people know about, and we're here to change that. I'm April Dinwiddie, host of the new podcast, Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Each episode brings you compelling real-life adoption stories told by the families that live them with commentary from experts. Visit adoptuskids.org slash podcast or subscribe to Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Administration for Children and Families and the Ad Council. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. We're not going to do a ton on the World Series, which is going to a Game 6. But I also would like to point out, uh, well... Let me get one more thing before we get to college football. Just one more thing. Um, I totaled a team that I just absolutely do not get. I don't understand this team, the Jacksonville Jaguars. And I will totally take an L. Um, I just need to ask Urban Meyer, like, what are you doing, dude? You're down 24 nothing. There's like three minutes left. You score a touchdown to go down 24-6, Okay. You go for two to cut it to a 24 to eight. You're still only a two score game. Urban Meyer kicks the extra point. So that's like, okay, that's friggin' dumb. Okay. He compounds that by going for an onside kick. Like, yeah, you've got to go for an onside kick, but it makes sense if you're down 24 eight. Oh, you need the onside kick. They kick the onside kick. The guy picks it up and runs it back for a touchdown. The, Urban Meyer, I don't know how much heat he's going to be taking, and I I mentioned this. I don't know if it was on this pod or on Coward Show, maybe Friday's pod. Rookie coaches historically off the bye are awful in the last, like, three, four years. I don't know what it is, and there were two this weekend. Urban Meyer was one of them. You're like, oh, extra week to prepare for Seattle. I mean, they were down 24 nothing. They had nothing, no offense. It was garbage in the first half. And um, the other rookie coach was Brandon Staley. Again, off a bye, at home, like Chargers. What the hell happened? They were great on the script early, and then you went off the script, and they had nothing. And Belichick won that battle. Um, I guess I lastly, before I get to college real quick, I need to mention this Jameis Winston thing because this kind of stinks for Winston. It sounds like it's going to be a season-ending ankle injury that will be announced uh, in short order. And yeah, we're all going to give Trevor Simeon props. Huh? Yep, yep, definitely. But Jameis Winston was balling against the Bucks early. I have to say, I was totally wrong about this guy. Sean Payton needs more credit. By the way, unbelievable stat. Sean Payton in his last 13 games as an underdog is 11-2 straight up. Straight up! He's winning games as an underdog, not even against the spread. And he won another one as a five-and-a-half point dog. Um... I don't know how he did it with Trevor Simeon, honestly. Uh, they have no run game to speak of because nobody can run on the Bucks. Oh, wait a minute. Jameis had 40. Ingram had 27. Kamara had 61. And they go over 150 on the ground. And then through the air, it was like, Kevin White? Yeah, that's the guy. Kevin White, who was like the first round pick of the Bears. It's like, really? Somebody named Garrett Griffin? Uh, they had a touchdown pass to a guy I literally have never heard of. Alex Arma. There's zero chance any fantasy team has him. He's out of a college named West Georgia. Again, he's a fullback. Like, Sean Payton is needs way, 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 way more credit. That dude is an awesome coach. Can you imagine if Sean Payton were coaching, like, 
the Cleveland Browns or the Arizona Cardinals, teams with awesome rosters. Um, I, the Saints just don't have the skill position, guys, and they continue to win 5-2. and two. I was wrong. Two, my two big preseason whiffs. Um, New Orleans Saints, I didn't think they'd be playoff worthy. I didn't see it. And I thought Jacksonville would be better than they are. Uh, the, my best one so far, I knew Miami was going to be hot garbage. I knew Arizona was going to be good. Um, and I like Stafford. Remember, I, I said Stafford, when he goes to the Rams, makes them one of the Super Bowl favorites, and he could be the MVP favorite. I think right now, if you are looking at the MVP voting, Justin Herbert's fallen off. I think Patrick Mahomes has fallen off. I don't think Derrick Henry's going to get 2,000 yards. I don't think he's going to have a chance. Dak misses a game. Um, Tom Brady takes an L, but he's still in the mix. It's going right, to, right now, it looks like it's going to come down to Stafford or Rodgers. Again, pending change. I want to quickly, before we get to best bet, talk about college football, Rob. We haven't done a lot, but it is the calendar has turned to November. And we're getting close to the first un, uh, playoff seeds are going to be announced. And I think I'm already starting to get nervous that they're going to screw Cincinnati. And I know you're like, Jay, why do you care about Cincinnati? Well, first of all, I like their quarterback. Uh, I think like their head coach, by the way, he's going to be in the mix for the USC job. Uh, I'm sure you guys are aware of that. I, I really feel like the playoff needs them in it. I, yes, I get it. Georgia's a lock. No matter what happens in the SEC title game, Georgia is getting in the playoff. Okay? This is where it gets difficult. Who are the other three? Now, we are getting expanded playoff. Let's not panic. Cincinnati has a legitimate resume. And I don't want to hear this. Oh, Cincinnati Bearcats are going to get destroyed. They played Indiana. Solid Big Ten team. Beat them on the road. Played Indi- uh, played Notre Dame. Beat them on the road. And they've not quite mollywopped, but they've basically beat the crap out of almost everyone else they've played. Problem is, they only have one more resume builder, and that's against SMU. Let's hope they don't lose that uh, later this month. That being said, I mean, folks, Oklahoma is not good. Ohio State's not very good. Alabama is going to be in the SEC title game, and this is where it gets crappy. So, Rob, if Alabama faces Georgia for the SEC title and Alabama wins— you're not keeping Georgia out of the playoff. And now Alabama's got to be in the playoff. So those are two. And you really think an undefeated Oklahoma is getting left out? Do you really think Ohio State, if they win the rest of their games and win the Big Ten title, is getting left out? Michigan State right now, undefeated. I'm not even going to mention Wake Forest. Just stop. Um, but Michigan State, now their schedule, uh, they should, should, be able to beat Purdue. Purdue, we know, uh, took down Iowa. They can be feisty. We'll see. It's the week after a rivalry game. Let's be careful. Uh, they will beat Maryland. But Michigan State still has to go to Ohio State and Penn State. So now the question becomes, can Ohio State run the table? And, you know, I, Nebraska, Purdue, Michigan State, Michigan, like, I don't, if all those teams go undefeated, like college football, this could be a weird one. I'm, I'll tell you right now, I am all in on Cincinnati. I think they will go undefeated and pull it off, and they better be in the friggin' playoff or I'll be pissed. Um, I don't think Oregon has a case. Cincinnati beat Notre Dame. I don't want to hear about Notre Dame. And, you know, basically it's... there's You've got one spot 
And I think you're going to have two teams fighting over it. I'm sorry, but I'm putting Georgia and Alabama in the playoff. And then it's like, how do you shut out undefeated Oklahoma from the Big 12? I don't think you can. Yeah, that's just, it's not happening. So that's three. And the last spot, if Ohio State doesn't lose again, are they really getting, uh, are you leaving them behind? So two SEC, Oklahoma, Ohio State. And Cincinnati, undefeated, is going to get shafted. It's just, it's setting up that way, Rob. I don't know how much you care about college football, but I, I this, this started to hit me Saturday morning when I woke up and was doing some reading. You know what? I think you're right. And it's funny to say that, you know, you mentioned, I don't know how much about college football. I actually watched more college football this weekend than I did NFL. So how that's that how, you know, it's just kind of weird scheduling, you know, with the fam, you know how that goes. But, um, you know, Ohio State, I'm assuming they're going to win out. I think they're going to beat Mississippi, or excuse me, Michigan State in the uh, second to last game. Of the regular Ohio State's not that good, though, dude. No, but here's the thing. They're going to have a win over a one-loss Michigan State team. They're going to have a win over, we're going to say, what, a two-loss, three-loss Michigan team. They're going to win the Big Ten Championship, and their only loss, I'm assuming, is going to be to the Pac-12 champion Oregon. That resume right there is better than anything Cincinnati can put together. And unfortunately, just being undefeated is not good enough these days. It matters who you beat, when you beat them. And Cincinnati, because they play in a bad conference, and again, we're assuming if Alabama loses to Georgia, this is the minimum point because they'll get it anyways. But we're assuming that Alabama is going to right the ship and Nick Saban's going to put one on Kirby Smart and the boys at the yeah. end of the season. So here's the thing. Wait, wait Rob, let me ask. Two loss Alabama? Are they getting left out? No, no, they're not getting in. They're not getting in? No. I'll tell you right now, I don't want to see uh, one loss uh, uh, Oklahoma over Alabama. Oklahoma's not okay. good. Well, I'm going based on your premise, like you said, oh, Oklahoma right, right, right. wins Oklahoma out. Oklahoma runs the table. Right, right. Okay, so if Alabama loses, though, then there's not a question because then Cincinnati will be in. Do you know what the outrage is going to be like if Cincinnati gets in over a two-loss Bama? Although Alabama lost, as I think of it, was like 19-point favorites against uh, A&M, which was yeah. unranked at the time. Tough scene for my guy, uh, Nick Saban. Let's have to... Cry himself to sleep with his, what is it, 12 yeah. other national championships. Uh, a couple other notes before we get to uh, the best bet. Number one, uh, how many Ted Lasso costumes did you see while trick-or-treating? <laughs> At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Juan Gabriel. Juan Gis. Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Harold G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Ex-Tina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph! 
Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Tura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's reality podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, been the podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. <laughs> you know what's funny is I've never seen Ted Lasso, yeah. but because I've seen enough people who know what it is, at least like fourteen or fifteen. Yeah, this is the most popular costume. Yeah, and so and so, like people are with like, oh yeah, that's another that's a Ted Lasso Ted Lasso cast. Yeah, Ted my, Lasso my brother, costume. Yeah, my brother texts me from Pennsylvania. Look at this Ted Lasso. I'm like, dude, I've seen fifteen of them this week. I mean, there's just so many of them out here. That's like the number one costume. I rocked my old Cobra Kai that I wore last year. Not that cool, but I didn't. Sorry, I dropped the ball uh, getting dressed for Halloween. Uh, what else did you see? Any other good outfits? Um. You know what? I, I I spent some time at Disneyland on Saturday with the family. Oh, jeez. Disneyland on a Saturday? Well, that's how I was able to watch so much college football because you're waiting in line. I got my power bank oh. phone charger, so I'm just watching a lot of college football. But there were some great, like, themed family costumes that I didn't see in a lot of places. Like, I don't know if you've seen the movie Ratatouille, but there was, like, a kid who was the rat and the parent was the the chef. So, like, that kind of stuff was pretty cool. You know, they, Vaguely. But like there was a lot of those kind of things where I'm like, oh my gosh, like this is not just, you know, a couple. This is a, f- a family of seven that is all <laughs> matching. Like this is great. <laughs> so my, my uh, we had four soccer games this weekend. I know you guys don't totally care, but we coached against a Ted Lasso Saturday. And listen, I know this is so nerdy, but like uh, my daughter's team, again, recap, we won zero games last year. We have almost the identical team. We've got it's second, third and fourth grade girls. We won zero games, all second graders last year, all third graders this year. But we traded. Unfortunately, we had to. We lost one girl and swapped in a different one. And we're awesome this year. We only lost one game, and we played like one of the really good teams. 
and we smoked him. They had Ted Lasso as their coach. And it was like, it was maybe the best Ted Lasso I'd seen. I don't know the guy. Other people know him. And uh, we, we poured it on him in the fourth quarter. And honestly, like, it, Rob, I, I know your daughter's not playing sports yet. Guys, I'm just telling you, if, you're all, if your kid's on a good team and you have a bunch of cool parents who you're friendly with, it's an awesome experience. I mean, our sideline was erupting. I mean, listen, there's an outside chance we win, we win the region or whatever. Um, but I, I'm getting over my skis. My son's team, you know, we have, we know some of the parents, but it's just a different vibe. You know, it's awesome when you're, you know, get crushed every game when you're, I joked to someone at Halloween. It's almost like we are like, this is going to sound so egotistical. The fab five. Do you guys remember the fab five comes in and they had that early season game against Duke. And it was like, oh my gosh, the Fab Five is ridiculously good. Weber, that was like their, there was like a December game. Go look it up on YouTube. It's really like, oh, here's a bunch of freshmen and they're doing well. And they push like a top five Duke with Leitner. And then they get to the final four and they lose, but they all come back for the sophomore year. And that was the year. I was like, all right, this is the year. It feels like this is the year for us. I don't know. We'll see. But um, four soccer games, Halloween, NFL, college football, folks. I'm going to drop this before we get to best bet. Final thing. I'm going to try to go no alcohol for the month of November. I don't think I'll make it to Thanksgiving, um, but I just started a push-up challenge with some guys to try to do 100 push-ups in a row without stopping. Rob, do you think you could pull off 100 in a row? No. I I know I can't, but this apparently if you practice this for multiple weeks, uh, it's like a routine, you will be able to do it. I think that would be a cool accomplishment. Yeah, I mean, especially you for don't someone of your age. Person. You know, I think that's a big deal. <laughs> oh, <thank> you. <laughs> All right, yeah, let's get to the best bet on straight fire. Thunderstruck. Adjective. Shocked and amazed by the power of fun on Carnival. Riding Bolt, the world's first roller coaster at sea. Brian got thunderstruck so hard, his 93-year-old grandmother felt it 3,000 miles away in Nebraska and immediately booked a cruise. Hooray! Get Thunderstruck starting at 289. Carnival. Choose fun. Cruises are in U.S. dollars per person, double occupancy. Taxes, fees, and port expenses additional. Restrictions apply. Full details on Carnival.com. Ships Registry, Bahamas, Panama. What grows in the forest? Trees? Sure. Know what else grows in the forest? Our imagination, our sense of wonder, and our family bonds grow too. Because when we disconnect from this and connect with this, we reconnect with each other. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Look through your children's eyes to see the true magic of a forest. It's a storybook world for them. You look and see a tree. They see the wrinkled face of a wizard with arms outstretched to the sky. They see treasure and pebbles. They see a windy path that could lead to adventure. And they see you. Their fearless guide to this fascinating world. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. The only thing better than sitting on your couch watching the game making money while you do it. Here's your best bet. All right, so off the winning week in the NFL. It's up and down in college. Not great. Not bad. Um, 
Monday Night Football's on the docket. I almost feel like I should probably start betting NBA regular season games. I'm doing a one game a night with a couple guys, um, Vic who joined Fox, and then Ryan who joined the New York Post. Uh, we've been we have text chains going back um, probably three years. Where we tried to bet the NBA every night. Now, obviously, listen during NFL season, it's tough because. There's NFL games. It's on Sunday. We're passing Saturday. People have lives. College football is tough to always get in NBA. But um, I think I'm going to start looking more at NBA. But for Monday Night Football, I'm going to stick with this one. I don't have a great side on this. Ten and a half is like an awful number. Um, it seems like KC money's probably going to hit the market today. I would assume that goes up. I know the Giants show well on the road under Danny Dimes. And I am facing Danny Dimes in fantasy. I lead by like something like 30 points. If he somehow beats me, I'm going to be devastated. <laughs> um, I would I would seriously look at the over here. Um, the Giants offense gets back Tony. And I'm telling you guys, this kid is electric. Um, he was dinged up since that Saints game where he exploded and hasn't done much. So I would look at any uh, Kadarius Tony props because they're still banged up everywhere else. And... You know, as much as you want to make the case for that slot receiver who has taken off for them just a little bit, there really isn't a lot. Uh, Dante Pettis is his name. There really isn't a lot of talent. So if you're looking at props, I would look at Kadarius, Tony Overs. And this, to me, feels like a Giants don't get too many stops. Chiefs 33, Giants 24. So I would look at the over. It's come down a little bit. It was It opened at 54, down to 52. I just, I don't like a side. I mean, you could see Danny Dimes coming in the back door against the Chiefs who can't stop anybody. Although, one of the quirkiest stats probably of the NFL month of October, last month, um, the last two games, the Chiefs have given up zero points. Uh, bizarre. Uh, the absolutely, you know, they were down 24-0 to the Titans, 27-0 to the Titans, didn't give up anything in the second half. I mean, it was just absolutely bizarre. I don't trust uh, either of these teams right now. Trust a big thing as we head into um, week, what is this, nine? I'm looking at the lines as they populate here. A lot of injuries, a lot of backup quarterbacks. The only two that kind of sort of jumped out is I just don't know how Cincinnati is a favorite over Cleveland. I, I just don't get that. Bengals coming off a double-digit double favorite against the Jets. Lose. By the way, um, the Bengals offense is a high-flying high offense. Like Jamar Chase, I guess he wasn't interested in showing up for that one. Um, the defense just got eviscerated by Mike White. Just stunning. And their favorites? Now, I know Cleveland has laid some eggs, and the offense is really sputtering. Jarvis Landry's having issues. Odell Beckham's hurt seemingly every week. Uh, defenses are keying on Nick Chubb. Baker's hurt. I just don't know if the Bengals really should be favored in this matchup. This feels more like a pick And yeah, I'm not giving the Bengals the respect at home that some I'm sure will say they deserve. That being said, it should be noted that the Cincinnati Bengals this season at home beat the Vikings in overtime. And they lost to the Packers but covered the spread 25-22. I think it was three and a half in that. And they did go on the road and beat the Ravens, but then they went... Uh, on the road and lost to the Jets. Now, after three straight home games, or three straight road games, how do you do when you return home? There is the theory, and you gotta we got to check in these databases, but 
if you go on a long NBA road trip and you return home, usually there's that, oh, I'm back to home. Oh, I get to see my family and my friends and get back into my routine. And there is usually a bit of a struggle in that first home game. I know in the NBA that a lot of people have won betting that strategy after the long like six-game road trip. Everybody thinks they're going home. The perception is, oh, they're going to be fine. They're going home. Usually there's a bit of a letdown, maybe first half, but I would that's one of the two games I will be looking. Again, I've bet the Browns way too many times this season. They continue to cost me money. They're a team I just do not understand. Another line that's crazy, Philadelphia Eagles um, are, are giving a field goal to the Chargers. Like, what have the Chargers done in the last couple of weeks to earn being favored by a field goal on the road? I think Philly's going to take some money there. That's a crazy line to me. And then you've got uh, Arizona off the Thursday night game, extra rest. I think you automatically have to bet San Fran just based on Kyler Murray. And it sounds like this injury, and again, no inside information here. It sounds like when you read between the tea leaves, Kyler is definitely dinged up. And he hurt the ankle against Green Bay. It didn't. It wasn't really running that well. I, I would just monitor that. But the, the other one game that I did bet, I'm sorry, I laid a field goal. I'm sorry, a touchdown. I laid a touchdown with the Miami Dolphins, favored by seven. Houston on the road. Now, if Tyrod Taylor starts, I may have, I don't know if I'd buy out of it. But again, we're talking about a Houston team on the road. Their last three games, they've scored like eight points. Two field goals and a safety, I believe. I mean, they're getting throttled. The defense looked like it quit against the Rams. Like, total no-show, down 38 nothing. They just weren't even trying. And Tua can move the ball. If, I mean, if guys are catching passes. Now, I mean, when you see Waddle catch four of 12 targets for 29 yards, like what the hell's going on here? At any rate, that's one game that I'm financially invested in. But otherwise, um, I'm just looking at the over in Giants KC, and then I'll drop some props on the IG stories. All right, guys, have a great Monday. Talk to you tomorrow. If you work in IT, you'll want to check out Changemakers, a podcast profiling IT industry leaders. We dive deep into IT profiles and learn what it takes to drive large-scale IT transformations for successful businesses. Visit changemakers.freshworks.com. If you work in IT, you'll want to check out Changemakers, a podcast profiling IT industry leaders. We dive deep into IT profiles and learn what it takes to drive large-scale IT transformations for successful businesses. Visit changemakers.freshworks.com. Thunderstruck. Adjective. Shocked and amazed by the power of fun on Carnival. Riding Bolt, the world's first roller coaster at sea, Brian got thunderstruck so hard, his 93-year-old grandmother felt it 3,000 miles away in Nebraska and immediately booked a cruise. Hooray! Get thunderstruck starting at 289. Carnival. Choose fun. Cruises are in U.S. dollars per person, double occupancy. Taxes, fees, and port expenses additional. Restrictions apply. Full details on Carnival.com. Ships registry, Bahamas, Panama. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. listen. 
This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.